Shared Island Funding Center for Economics, Policy and History With Dr. Chris Colvin of Queen's University Belfast and Associate Professor Gaia Narciso of Trinity College Dublin. So I'm Chris Colvin and I am a Senior Lecturer in Economics here at Queen's Management School and I am uh, involved in a, a new uh, north-south research uh, initiative. We were uh, you know, very lucky to get this uh, uh, quite, uh, quite a large grant to work jointly with Trinity College Dublin uh, on, a, on a new Centre for Economics, Policy and History. My name is Gaia Narciso and I'm the Head of Department uh, of the Department of Economics at Trinity College Dublin. Uh, I'm Associate Professor and I'm one of uh, uh, the, the PIs, the Principal Investigators on this uh, new Centre of Excellence on Economics, Policy and History, uh, which is a, a collaboration between uh, Trinity College and uh, Queen's University Belfast. And this is a, an, an all-island centre of excellence that's going to combine the, the strengths of Queen's and Trinity and then to add um, other universities to the mix uh, as well, uh, uh, pockets of excellence uh, around the island, linking them all together into, into one new institution. The centre's three pillars, research, capacity building, policy. And, and, and of course, this will involve the collaborations across the border, collaborations with other researchers in Ireland, uh, in, the, in the Isle of Ireland, and, and of course, also international collaborations. The second pillar is capacity building. Uh, we, will, uh, we will collect historical data and we will make sure that these uh, historical data will be made available to uh, uh, other researchers who are interested in understanding um, uh, uh, Irish economic history. Uh, and finally, the third, uh, the third pillar is about policy. What we believe, and this is really a, a shared uh, vision uh, between ourselves and our partners in Queens, is the importance uh, of, uh, of policy. So we will translate our findings into, uh, into, into policy, and we will focus quite a lot of our attention in terms of dissemination. So in terms of dissemination, we will have uh, public lectures. We will also be available to visit uh, schools across uh, across the island uh, to to talk about our research so it is very important it will be a very important component for us to make uh, our research accessible to the general public as well and what we're all about is um, uh, supporting research that is uh, historical but policy relevant that actually addresses contemporary issues that we face today that governments business leaders uh, face uh, face today and the idea is how can we use history to 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 inform their decision making to, to give them a good evidence base uh, and the resources from this grant together with our existing expertise will allow us to to scale up our operations so for example uh, we're going to be able to hire a, a policy officer to help us connect with um, with 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 actual policy makers and to feed into our research process and, and to help disseminate our research findings. Uh, we, get, we have money for, for a data hub so we can, uh, we can collect together all the historical data and disseminate it so that others can, can use it. 
uh, in their research. And we're going to be able to, to train the next generation of uh, historically informed economists uh, by creating uh, opportunities for, for pre-docs, for PhD students and for postdocs, for early career academics. So we, can, we have this, all this, this sort of infrastructure to support our, our main activities. And um, in terms of the research that we we we're able to conduct, um, we have uh, various research themes, uh, but it's quite um, open-ended. It allows us to go and to react to to the world. the The overall aim is policy-relevant economic history research, um, uh, but that that can that can mean uh, can mean different things, uh, right? So we uh, you know we have. For example, already uh, existing projects that will feed into this, including uh, working on uh, all-island um, transportation infrastructure and thinking about the impact of uh, transportation infrastructure on the location of economic activity, the location of borders, uh, all that kind of thing. Another, another strand is on um, housing policy. Uh, and and, and uh, uh, the emergence of social housing uh, in, in Ireland and, and, and how that's developed across time and whether we can learn from that um, in housing policy today. The project timeline. The funding will be for four years, but we hope that this initiative will continue beyond uh, uh, the, the, the timeline of this uh, of this uh, funding. So we will start uh, at the end uh, at the end of August, and of course, the first step will be the hiring of the research assistants, the postdocs, and uh, the admin support. And indeed, I mean, this will create unique opportunities for young researchers. Um, we will have uh, quite a few opportunities, for example, for um, uh, uh, students who have recently graduated and who would like to say explore the field of research more in general. So we will give opportunities to, to, to students that have just completed their degrees. But then of course, we will have opportunities for PhD students and, and for postdocs. So, so um, when we talk about capacity building, it's also in terms really of, uh, uh, of building capacity in terms of the future generations of researchers that are interested in studying topics uh, related to economic history. The project's toolkits. So, uh, you know what what we bring. Of course, there's lots of very good historical research uh, across um, universities on this island. But what we bring is an economic dimension to that historical research. So we we marry the toolkit of an economist with uh, with the toolkit of a historian. Right? So that means we, we, we look at quantitative data, we bring statistical analysis, uh, we look at uh, long-run trends, uh, we, we, we do all that, that kind of uh, econo what, what economists might call econometric uh, analysis with, with, his, with, with the historical data. And we're not going to shy away from drawing direct and indirect policy lessons, often with Historical uh, researchers, they, they are unwilling to, to think about implications. They look at history for history's sake. Whereas what we're all about is, if you like, uh, doing applied history. So can, you know, policymakers draw on the past all the time. You see it, you see it uh, today, you see it in the Ukraine conflict, you know, using and, uh, and also abusing the past in, in, their in the rhetoric of politicians, in, in the policy decisions of policymakers. Uh, what we're going to say is, oh, let's stand back from that and let's do it more rigorously. Let's, let's, let's actually look at the data, let's do the analysis and, and let's be uh, uh, more um, 
and more robust. So we're going to learn from the past. We're going to do all this applied history that goes on anyway, but we're going to do it right. right? So that's what we're, we're about. Um, uh, so, so all our research is going to be um, uh, led by this, this policy dimension, thinking about the policy implications. Uh, feed, uh, that feeds into our research agenda. And at the other end, it hopefully um, leads to, to some interesting dissemination activities. The project's accessibility. We, we want to make the research that we conduct accessible to a wide audience. But we also want to, uh, to make the research from economic historians more widely, because there's quite a lot of us in the world doing economic history research. We but we want, to, we want to make it accessible, so it's not just in academic journals for, you know, for, 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 for other academics, it's, it's accessible by other groups. So we write for policymakers directly, we'll write for the, for the, for the general public, as well, and we'll we organise outreach activities, also going into schools, so um, uh, uh, engaging with school pupils, making them aware that there's this thing called economic history and how 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 interesting it is, because it does indeed bring a new dimension to the study of the economy and to the study of our history, not just Irish history, but more international global history. Uh, right, so uh, there was uh, uh, there, there's been a, a big movement in the last decade uh, after the the 2008 financial crisis to change the economics curriculum to make it more relevant, uh, to, um, to make it uh, uh, more real world and less otherworldly, if you like. Um, so moving away from abstract mathematical theory for its own sake, but uh, uh, instead moving towards a more um, empirically grounded form of economics that. Uh, that addresses real-world problems. Uh, um, and I think economic history offers a solution to this, this problem, and that's a big part of, uh, of what this centre is about, so cre creating, creating material that can be used in the classroom at universities and at schools, right? Um, uh, or creating material that lecturers themselves can use to retrain so that they can uh, bring a historical dimension to their own teaching. The Project Network. And then, of course, uh, uh, being academics, we will also invest quite a lot of our time in, 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 um, in uh, strengthening our networks of collaborations. So this means that uh, we are planning to have uh, workshops and, uh, and, uh, and conferences that will be uh, uh, a touring between Dublin and, uh, and, uh, and Belfast in the near future. And this, again, will also allow us to strengthen the collaborations with uh, uh, researchers based uh, on the Isle of Ireland, but also uh, international uh, researchers outside of the island. Translating the research. We can build on what we're already doing and, and sort of uh, uh, leverage that and, and, and build uh, and, and expand that in, in, in a big way and, and hopefully, uh, hopefully uh, roll out historically informed economics across the curriculum, right? So it doesn't just appear as a standalone economic history module, but it's embedded in everything we do, all, th all the things that we teach. Um, uh, for example, we're, doing a, we're creating a joint degree with Trinity, a master's in public administration. We hope to, to, to provide material for that. That's all about um, training the next generation of uh, uh, civil servants and policy officials, uh, right? So uh, if, if, if they uh, are, have access to, um, to economic history research, 
um, uh, to, to, to really inform their decisions, uh, it, will, it will be, you know, based on based on more sort of more well well rounded you know bringing that the historian's dimension into the classroom has for example if they have a new policy initiative um, that they're thinking about has it been tried before perhaps it was tried before and it didn't work so can we learn from those past mistakes was it tried somewhere else in another context uh, was it tried 10 years ago was it tried 100 years ago right so you know the, the bringing the, the the historian's toolkits to to the equation um, and then mixing that with the with the rigors of the economic theory and the economic methods uh, uh, hopefully yields some some useful knowledge that can be acted upon uh, yeah and it will hopefully make the classroom experience more interesting so so what's uh, uh, so economists can actually economic students can can use the theory that they've been learning to solve historical problems, that, you know, to, to tractable uh, historical problems. Uh, uh, so, so that's an, uh, that's another um, interesting um, uh, aspect to this. We will have a dedicated research policy officer uh, whose role will be exactly to work with us as academics in terms of how we can translate our research fundings in, in policy uh, documents that can be um, disseminated. And, uh, and that's why, um, uh, as I was mentioning earlier, uh, uh, policy and dissemination are an important pillar of our project. So uh, we would hope that, uh, um, that our um, uh, findings will be relevant relevant for policymakers as well. I mean, what we are going to, to really uh, study in terms of uh, our, our research, uh, we will be looking at uh, uh, the evolution of institutions. We will look at uh, uh, growth and, and cooperation. We will look at topics such as the development in a long run perspective. So we would hope that uh, these topics will be uh, relevant for policymakers as well. Looking to the future. Both Trinity College and, and Queen's University Belfast have two uh, significant clusters of economic historians. And so what I would like to see in the future is uh, this uh, um, center of excellence continuing uh, beyond uh, beyond the timeline, the time frame of, of this grant. Um, we have had collaborations so far, but in a way, um, the center of excellence really uh, has managed to um, cement uh, this, uh, this 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 group, this cross national uh, cross border group of, of researcher. And uh, I would really hope that uh, uh, this will lead, for example, to to further grant applications and further collaborations. Um, we are already um, seeing how, for example, we can attract uh, um, uh, visiting researchers coming, spending some time here in Dublin and then to Belfast. For our PhD students, it will be very important, for example, to spend some time not just uh, here in Dublin, but also in Belfast and vice versa. So we really hope that this uh, uh, kind of um, uh, collaborations will continue in, in, in the future and will also give uh, us uh, further opportunities of expansion. It is really a great opportunity and uh, uh, you know, with, with Chris, uh, uh, I mean I've known Chris for a very long time and uh, um, when, when we decided to apply for, for this funding I was really, I, I thought it was a no-brainer, I think it was a natural step. It's essential that our 
research findings are translated into into po not policy recommendations, but you know policy briefs that uh, policymakers might find uh, might find interesting. And uh, um, I think it's a very timely initiative. And in general, um, I'm delighted to see this kind of initiatives uh, proposed by the HEA, uh, really to strengthen the collaborations across the border. I think it's it's very timely that this is happening. With thanks to Dr. Chris Colvin of Queen's University Belfast and Associate Professor Gaia Narciso of Trinity College Dublin. For more in this series, visit our website go.qub.ac.uk slash shaping hyphen pod or search for Queen's University Belfast Shaping a Better World podcast on all the main platforms and follow us on social media at QUB Engagement. <laughs>